You are listening to the Paul Rotundi Show on WRRN, the Rotundi Radio Network. is Poland. The highest GDP after COVID in European Union is Poland. One of the lowest debts in European Union is Poland. So don't give us this rubbish about the need of educated immigration, as we heard yesterday. We don't need your doctors. We don't need your engineers. Take them. Take them all and pay for them. We don't need them. You know why? Because there is a zero terrorist attacks in Poland. Why? Because, because there is no illegal migration in Poland. So don't give me this look. Don't give me these arguments about the populism. Because this is a fact. This is your data from Eurostat. So we don't need your engineers. We don't need your doctors. Take them. Do not, do not, do not teach us. Do not, do not teach us about democracy, because we know what the democracy is. So, learn from Poland, be like Poland. So, folks, that was the president of Poland addressing the European Union yesterday, or this past week. Poland, as you heard him say, is leading in every category post-COVID, lowest debt, lowest crime rate, lowest, every every single major statistic that matters. Poland is leading the pack, completely outstripping nations like the United Kingdom and why. And as he so eloquently said, there's no illegal immigration in Poland. Let that sink in. Right now, I don't know if you saw the statistics yesterday from the um, Customs and Border Patrol um, about last month's illegal immigration numbers, but it scares the crap out of me. Over 261,000 foreign nationals illegally crossed into the United States over the southern border in August. What does that mean? Means a population, a, a number of people the size, roughly half the population of Nashville came over the border along our southwest our southwest border between 
the Gulf of Mexico, and San Diego. Quarter of a million people, and that's the ones we know about. Those are the people that were processed, handed a slip of paper and say, come back to your immigration hearing in six months as we release you somewhere into the United States. We're doing this wrong, folks. And yet, Kamala Harris and Alejandro Mayorkas continue to spit in our face and say, we have operational control of the border. We don't have operational control of anything at the moment. And that's just the people we know came over the border. Those are just the people that walked up to us and said, hi, I'm here illegally, arrest me. And then give me my pass and let me go where I want to go in the country. That's not including the coyotes and the human traffickers and the drug smugglers and the cartel members and the terrorists that came in illegally as our Border Patrol personnel were completely overwhelmed at the major ports of entry like Eagle Pass and the Rio Grande and Yuma and El Centro and Tucson and Big Bend and Del Rio and Laredo. When is this going to end, folks? You know how they prevent illegal immigration in Poland? At the end of a high-pressure fire hose. They turn water cannons on them if people are trying to overwhelm them at the border. I think water cannons are a little too light-handed. Personally, I'd be using the, um, the business end of a ma deuce. That would turn people around in a heartbeat. But I'm a little bit more fatalistic about my views about the border because it was <clears throat> Saudi nationals that came over the border on outdated visas and brought the World Trade Center down and flew planes into the Pentagon and who almost succeeded in flying a plane either into the Capitol building or the White House. Spare me the liberal BS about we need to treat these people equally. And he's absolutely right when he says, keep your doctors, keep your engineers. We'll grow them, we grow them fine through legal immigration and education, proper education. They teach history in Poland, actual history, not the make made up shit that, you know, they funnel out of the MIT and Harvard classroom, you know, professors, you know, vying for grants. Because the further left they go, the bigger the purse they get to support their leftist bullshit. They don't have anything like the 1619 Project in Poland 
because they teach actual history. They walk up to the shells of bombed out buildings in Warsaw and they remember they're dead. Why? Because they never want it to happen again. See, I think one of the problems that we have here in the United States is that by and large, we've been insulated from war and the casualty and the human cost of war for our entire existence, with two exceptions, three exceptions rather. The war for our own independence in 1776 through the end of 17, you know, when we ratified our constitution in 1787. The War of 1812, when Britain tried to take back the United States colonies and we kicked their asses and we wrote songs about it, how Andrew Jackson kicked the British out of New Orleans, love that song, and then 1861 to 1865, when brother fought against brother over a question of slavery, and do we want it here? And the answer was a resounding no. It's coming, folks. It's coming. If this keeps up, we're going to have a war on our hands the likes of which none of us in this generation have ever seen or may ever see again because we may cease to exist. I'm going to close this segment with the fact that now New York Governor um, Kathy Hochul is demanding National Guard troops She's calling in 1,900 National Guard troops to deal with the immigration crisis in New York City and spending over $50 million in state funds to do it and and continuing to funnel state resources, meaning taxpayer money, to deal with the migration immigration crisis, the illegal immigration crisis. If I didn't leave New York two years ago, if I didn't leave New York last year to come here into Tennessee, I'd be packing my stuff up right now and getting the hell out. Because it's only a matter of time before New York explodes in a fireball of their own making. They're playing with fire with all these liberal bullshit policies all this progressivism and it's about to blow up in their face looks like you've been sleeping well Megan he's back the my pillow guy and you're looking good still feeling good well just when you thought it couldn't get any better we've got the best pillow ever my pillow 2.0 
I'm interrupting this commercial to let you all know that you have made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And because of your amazing support, we've expanded MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. To make room for this, we're clearing out our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm giving them to you at closeout prices. King size, only $39 a set. Queens, $35 a set. Full size, $29. And twin size, just $25. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime offer. Get these MyPillow bed sheets now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. Do you see something wrong with this picture? He's made in America. We left $86 billion in military hardware, most of which are top secret. We left all our toys in Bagram Air Base for the Taliban, the Russians, and the Chinese to come in and pick through. He's made in America, and he's mad as hell. As soon as that happens, Alvin Bragg comes in and says, I'm going to sue Donald Trump for a case that not even the feds would take. And I'm going to try to elevate a campaign finance violation, a misdemeanor, into a felony. Listen to Paul Rotundi every weekday. Every time something drops against Hunter Biden, some rogue DA someplace launches a campaign and indicts Donald Trump. Every single freaking time. The Paul Rizzundi Show on WRRN. This is not the America I grew up in. folks in the some of the more I, i'd have to categorize this as oddities in the news because well we just had an election here in um tennessee in davidson county um where the first trans person to be elected to office in tennessee is and this article is being written by the daily beast by the way that i'm pulling this from so it's obviously negative to towards normal traditional values and stuff so there that the opener of this article is the first trans person to be elected to office in tennessee is being treated as a second-class citizen and may be forced to use the male bathroom at work despite identifying as female okay here we go folks so five women including openly transgender member olivia hill were handed a sweeping victory on September 14th by winning all the seats at large during the Nashville Metro Council's election and making the body majority female. However, the historic election victory is being overshadowed by, an, and this is their quote, not mine, 
anti-LGBTQ law quietly passed in May that will make it harder for Hill to do her job and simply live her life in the state. And he's quoting Senate Bill 1440, House Bill 239, which went into effect on July 1st of this year, establishes that sex in all state codes as, and I quote, a person's immutable biological sex as determined by anatomy and genetics existing at the time of their birth and evidence of a person's biological sex. So in other words, the law that was passed this past um, May, I believe, that went into effect on July 1st, basically says that we'll follow the science. Men are men, women are women, the sex you're born with at birth, determined by your genetics. Do you have a pair of X chromosomes? Then you're a woman. If you have an X and a Y, you're a man. End of, end of sentence. End of paragraph. End of book. End of library. The end. Period. So he's pissed. The, the person who wrote this article is pissed off because... This person, who was a Navy veteran who apparently fought in the Gulf War, um, is now being forced to live under the majority rules and not have things written for her or whatever they identify as. So it's designed to be the saying that the law design is designed to be slippery. So it can be nefariously enforced depending on any given interpretation. Bullshit. The law is very clear. It's only one page. Men are men. Women are women. And that's it. Deal with it. We don't need to live in other people's delusions. When I was growing up, people who were transgender were the fringe of our society. And I'm not, you know, personally, you know what? I don't give a shit what you do in your bedroom on your own time. Don't force it down my throat. Don't try to force it on my kids. Don't try to force it on anybody's kids in the schools because they don't need to know about it. They're kids. These leftists, progressives, they call it progressive, it's actually regressive. They're amoral. Now, folks, you know I'm Catholic. I was brought up Vatican II Catholic. Men are men. Women are women. There's a difference. Men cannot be women. Women cannot be men. Men cannot give birth. No matter what these leftist progressive nutjobs tell you. I've yet to see a man get pregnant. Except in video games. Or in cartoons. But they're alien. 
They're aliens. Their genetics work different. Plus, they're fictional. I deal in reality. I'm an IT guy. I deal in ones and zeros, absolutes, black and white. No gray area. I'm a biologist by education. Men are men. Women are women. Deal with it. These people that want men and women to share bathrooms like some Ally McBeal episode. And if you don't never heard of the series, folks, go on Hulu or, or YouTube and find it. It was about a woman in a law firm that had unisex bathrooms. Probably as a cost-saving measure. But then again, these people were lawyers. Last time I heard of a lawyer using a cost-saving measure. Actually, I've never heard of a lawyer using a cost-saving measure. But she, they're apparently, according to this person's article, they're, I mean, they're worried about Olivia Hill... having issues using the bathrooms in this in the state house why because <laughs> oh god you know this is this is amazing i mean she's she's uh, what do you call it she's complaining that she has no plans to change her driver's license back to mail but admits that she knows the risks she faces because she's afraid that she's going to be charged if she ever gets pulled over for rolling through a stop sign, she quote, she's quoted, or something simple. And they provide, he, she provides her driver's license to a police officer and asks if everything on that document is correct. If she says yes, they've just provided a false ID, which is a felony. It's your choice your choice keep your delusions in the damn closet don't ask everybody to bend their laws bend the laws to accommodate you we all gotta live here not just you i mean it's just i can't read any more of this it's just so stupid i think the whole the whole perfect timing jeff the perfect timing. Trying to calm you down. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm getting a little wound up about this, but I'm very passionate about the difference between men and women. And as the French would say, Viva la difference! You know, as Pepe Le Pew, you know, it's like, you know, I don't know about the difference, but Viva la difference! You know, Exactly. I mean, we're supposed to be celebrating women. You know, if you want to try, if you want to try to be one, do it in your own apartment. Do it in your own house. Don't share your delusion with the rest of us. We don't need to see that. We don't need to see men kissing men, women kissing women, out in public. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but 
We'll be back. You're listening to Paul Rotundi, the new voice of Nashville on WRRN. You know, folks, whenever I need a great place to get merchandise created for my show, I turn to my friends at the Southern Yankee On Demand store on Etsy and Amazon for all my print-on-demand needs. Whether it be to personalize a mug or t-shirt for the show, or for gift ideas for Halloween, the fall, or for the holidays in general, if an item can be personalized, they can do it for you. Jewelry, candles, mugs, t-shirts, posters, flags, linens, stickers, you know, like the I did that sticker. Whatever you need, they can do it for you. Look for them at yankeeodp2023.etsy.com. Don't take us to your leader. Take us to Paul Rotundi. Paul Rotundi. He wants to probe your brain. Every weekday on WRRN, the Rotundi Radio Network. segment kind of got me a little wound up but this segment i'm about to do is very chilling to me as an american citizen and illustrates how far the department of justice has been weaponized against the citizens of our own country tucker carlson was interviewed by the Swiss publication Die Weltwoche, um, published on Thursday, that he tried to interview Vladimir Putin and the U.S. government stopped him. He claims in this interview with this Swiss publication, he also felt let down by the lack of support for his situation that he received from the rank-and-file emphasis on rank, mainstream media. He says, and I quote, I don't think that there was anyone who said, wait a second, I may not like this guy, but he has a right to interview anyone he wants, and we have a right to hear what Vladimir Putin says. The 54-year-old added, as far as Tucker Carlson is, you're not allowed to hear Putin's voice, because why? There was no vote on it. No one asked me. The often controversial media personality didn't elaborate on the circumstances under which he says there was government intrusion 
into his plans to interview Putin, but it appeared to suggest that the current Biden administration that was behind the meddling. So in other words, Joe Biden's Department of Justice is spying on American citizens, especially prominent American citizens who disagree with their views, a.k.a. Tucker Carlson, a.k.a. Mark Levin, Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, anyone who's conservative, Catholics, in an effort to make our lives hell. He's quoted, Carlson is further quoted, he didn't mention when the interview with the Russian leader was supposed to take place, but they told him, no, you can't do it. He says, I'm an American citizen. I'm much more loyal, I'm much more of a loyal American than, say, Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, who didn't grow up in this country. Kamala Harris grew up in Canada. And they're telling me what it is to be a loyal American. Okay, so here's an interesting constitutional question, folks. So they're starting the impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden. Should they impeach him and then by some miracle... The Senate actually comes together in a bipartisan review and votes to convict Joe Biden. And Kamala Harris then becomes president. Are we then now in a constitutional crisis because Kamala Harris is not fit for U.S. office as defined by the Constitution, that she needs to be an American citizen? If you remember correctly, back when Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor of California and he was doing such a bang-up job with, you know, the environmental issues and the state, you know, running the state well, and there was talk of a President Schwarzenegger at one point being thrown around. And he said, I can't be president because I'm Austrian-born. And that would violate the Constitution. If an Austrian bodybuilder understands more about the Constitution than our own president and vice president and the people that we've elected to the House and Senate, all you got to do is look at AOC to see a shining example of someone who has no idea maybe has never even read the Constitution, much less practices it, or defends according to her oath to defend the Constitution. So the article further goes on that Carlson, previously Fox News' biggest star, parted ways with the broadcaster in April shortly after the news network settled their defamation of character suit with voting machine Dominion Voting Systems. 
Fox had regularly discussed claims on some of its news shows that Dominion's machines were involved in rigging the U.S. 2020 presidential election. Folks, as an IT guy, what I saw on election night chilled me to the freaking bone. Because I've seen data manipulation like that before. I've seen data manipulation like that before. Those numbers don't move like that unless somebody's driving it from the backside. But I digress. Since leaving Fox News, Carlson's broadcast bridge versions of his news show formerly on uh, on on X formerly Twitter which regularly draws tens of millions of views his broadcast of the interview with the Capitol Police commit um, the head of the Capitol Police about January 6th drew 150 million viewers it was also the night of the first debate Nobody watched the first debate. And honestly, I would have liked to have heard what Vladimir Putin would have said and would have been cross-examined by Tucker Carlson because Tucker would have pulled no punches and taken him to the freaking mat about his policies about Western Europe and NATO and, you know, what he's doing to the Ukrainian people and what he did in Crimea, all formerly Russian territory under the USSR, mind you. But I want to end with something from President Trump that if He's elected. He vows to investigate NBC, MSNBC, for threatening treason with the you know against the United States. He's long said that these people are fake news, the enemy of the people. He's only being proven right every single day by these leftist nutjobs controlling everything that you hear and say in the media. They're everywhere. Anytime you think, whatever you hear on the news, the opposite is happening. Before and after leaving office, former President Donald Trump spent his Sunday night on Truth Social according to this article, raging against NBC News and MSNBC and pledging to have them investigated for country-threatening treason. Before and after leaving office, Trump has often criticized media outlets as the enemy of the people, fake news, even those who who do provide him favorable coverage. Now, as the former president faces four criminal indictments, okay, this is a left-leaning article, um, basically saying that Trump's a nut job and this and that and the other thing. Okay. It's exactly what his point. Remember, folks, 
the Democrats live under the four live under four principles: deflect, ob, a def, de, the ah damn it, deflection, obfuscation, um, elimination, destruction. It's like everything that they everything that they accuse you of doing. They're doing themselves, and a hundred times worse. Look at Joe Biden. They accused they accused Donald Trump of being a Nazi, of being, you know, siding with right wing nut jobs. You know, they they accused the Proud Boys or QAnon or all these right leaning organizations of being enemies of the state. We witnessed in 2020 Antifa and BLM acting as the foot soldiers burning and looting and pillaging and murdering innocent people in the cities of Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, in in the chop zones, the Chad zones in Seattle and Portland. Committing sedition. And Kamala Harris famously advertised the Minnesota Freedom Fund to raise money for bail for these leftist terrorists. If they're telling you that they, if they're telling you that you're being anti-Semitic, they're the ones that are actually being anti-Semitic because, let's face it, folks, there's an old saying. He who screams the loudest is more than likely the the main suspect. All you got to do is look around you and see what's actually going on. Don't rely on the news. God gave you two eyes, two ears, and one mouth. Means you're supposed to be using your eyes and ears four times as much as you open your mouth and say something. Pay attention, folks. That's all I got to say about this. We'll be back. We've gone from America first to America last. Crime, illegal immigration, inflation, a pathetically weak foreign policy are ruining the fabric of America. In fact, this patio in New York is about the only place I feel safe in this city. Where do investors turn in perilous times to protect themselves from all the uncertainty? Gold. 2022 is the year that we have seen Americans move out of risk assets like crypto and the stock market and into safe haven assets like gold and silver. Since 2021, Patriot Gold Group has offered the no fee for life IRA for qualifying rollovers. So is it the time you gave the Patriot Gold Group a call and they gave you some protection? Give Patriot Gold Group a call at 1-800-778-4156. 
Call now. It's not politics, it's politics. On the Paul Rotundi Show on WRRN. And just a gigolo, everywhere I go. People know the part I'm playing. Paid for every dance, selling each romance. Oh, what they say. And there will come a day, and youth will pass away. What will they say about me? When the end comes, I know there's just a trickle dose. Life goes on without me, cause I ain't got nobody. Oh, and there's nobody just for me. There's nobody just for me. I'm so sad and lonely. Sad and lonely, sad and lonely. Want some sweet mama? Come take a chance with me, cause I ain't so bad Okay, folks, um, we're going to close today's show with this out of the Hollywood Reporter. Buckle up, folks. This is about to get full-on weird. So there's a new TV show on HBO Max. They're calling it Naked Attraction. The show features full frontal nude dating show. And according to it, singles eliminate a potential dates by scrutinizing and critiquing their nude bodies in a controversial series. And there's the quote, this is the craziest stuff I've ever watched on TV. It's like being on Tinder, but so much worse. Apparently, this concept was comes out of the UK. A, one of the UK's most infamous dating shows, censored trailer below, was quietly added to the Max streaming service last week and is already causing quite a stir. The streamer, which imported six seasons of Naked Attraction, a game show that promises to start where a good date often ends, naked. In each episode, a single chooser critiques and eliminates six potential dates standing on a stage by scrutinating their fully nude bodies, which are then gradually revealed one part at a time. The faces are revealed last. When only two potential dates remain, the chooser strips out of their own clothes too, giving the remaining two contestants the opportunity to critique them. The final then couple then go out on a date, clothes on. So the episodes on Max are uncensored, but have an added warning label at the beginning of each. And I quote, the following series is intended only for mature audiences. It contains full frontal nudity, coarse language, and graphic discussions about the human body. Viewer discretion is advised. No kidding. Naked Attraction could come off 
come across as rather jaw-droppingly brutal in the contestants' graphic analysis and dismissal of people based on their most private of parts with contestants being dismissed for every superficial reason you can imagine. One dismissal was, I don't like her feet, or his Johnson is too small, etc. Hey, some people are showers, some people are growers. <laughs> Uh, God, what are we as a society at large doing to ourselves? This is, this is so, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so U.S. viewers are just starting to stumble onto the series, which was released without a trailer or media fanfare. Manfa uh, Max listed it among dozens of titles coming to the streamer in September. My effing sister just put me onto this naked attraction show and this is the craziest stuff i've ever watched on tv wrote one viewer there's something so cringe about watching the body language of a naked man who has been rejected wrote another i kind of hate the way things are and shouldn't be watching this i'm contributing to the demand but i'm fascinated by this said another third viewer but many are defending the show and i quote Despite the nudity, it isn't supposed to be titillating or dramatic or anything. The contestants are just normal people with normal flaws. And the format promotes an open, healthy discussion of sex with the participants, wrote a viewer on Reddit. A lot of Americans might actually benefit from seeing this, opined another. There's a surprising diversity of contestants, bodies and tastes talked about pretty matter-of-factly. And another said, it's nice to see because the media and Triple X have conditioned us to see bodies in a current un in a certain unrelatable way, usually too perfect or and or airbrushed. And on ABC's The View on Monday, Sonny Hostin, I'm embarrassed to admit my husband Emmanuel and I got so obsessed with this show, we binged it yesterday. And I learned things that I have never heard of in my life. It was one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen. Anna Navarro note, um, joked, This is even worse to me than naked and afraid. It's naked and well lit. Yet conservative watchdog group, the Parents Television Council, slammed HBO Max for adding the show to their service and requested that they immediately remove this exploitative pornographic program, the group said in a statement released Monday. Max has mediocre parental controls at best, eliminate, enabling children to access some of the content, explicit streaming, uh, streaming content on the market. There is no doubt children will be able to easily access naked attraction, the purpose for which is to shock and titillate the audience with uncensored and explicit nudity. And in a new low for HBO, the show fully exploits its own participants, somehow convincing them that their ex exploitation for the purpose of dating is right and good. HBO gives the appearance of a trusted family brand by host hosting Harry Potter and Sesame Street, but HBO has now lifted its own veil, revealing that it is and always was a pornography channel. Folks, I guarantee you, that your kids have already have subscriptions to Pornhub and other equally vile locations on the internet. 
They don't need HBO Max to go see this stuff. And if you're not watching what your kids are doing online, don't be surprised at the results. The Paul Rotundi Show. Playing in an Uber near you. Every weekday on WRRN Nashville. All right, folks, we're wrapping up another show. Thank you again for being here um, and listening to me on Wednesday. I got to thank you again for um, sticking with us. If you want to reach me here at the show, once again, the email is paulsshowwrn at gmail.com. You can find my um, T-shirts and mugs and stuff at yankeeodp2023 at etsy.com. And again, we're five days a week now, so listen to us tomorrow. We'll see you Thursday. Have a good night, folks.